Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 278 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, a podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're going to be talking about how Haven Studios is officially a part of PlayStation Studios. We're going to be talking about the PlayStation Stars loyalty program and... Is PlayStation Plus Premium actually worth it yet? All that and more on this episode of The Trophy Room. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. It was real hot today. Oh, boy. I got in my car after work. It, yeah. the, my car said 98 degrees. No not, way. Not Nick Lachey wasn't in the car. It just <laughs> 98 degrees. I actually was, got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was way too hot. Came home, hopped in the pool. The pool, too yeah. too warm for my liking. It was like warm bath water. It was like 90 degrees oh. in there. It wasn't that refreshing. But you know what? It was better than whatever yeah. it was. Is that even allowed? Like... Like, I know, like, there's heated pools, and that's luxurious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even, like, heated pools is, like, it's it's lukewarm, which is uh-huh. great. But, like, like heat, like, is that even allowed, do you think? Hot pool water? Like, sun being down? In what way? I don't know. Like, are you lying to me? It's always supposed to be refreshing. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's an above-ground pool. I have no... It's, uh, I, I, yeah, it's, so it is uh, what it is. It's just standing brag. water in the heat. You know, whatever. <laughs> but I did, I did come home to this uh, shirt I ordered, finally. Ooh. Do you, are you familiar with these characters at all, Joe? They are Final Fantasy people with witch hats. Hey, From Final good. Fantasy... Wait, 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 please. Oh, come on, come on. Either eight or nine. Make your choice. You love Final Fantasy. I'm going to say nine. Hey, congratulations. Way to oh go. Oh, my God. I'm yes. I, I love both of those games. Um, but uh, for those listening and not God, that watching. That was a pure friendship test right there. That was great. Oh God, um, thank God I passed. If you're familiar with the old like meme t-shirts of the three wolves howling at the moon. Yeah. This is that, but with the black waltzes from Final Fantasy IX, um, just kind of looking off into the moon. And I saw this when uh, Wholesome Games was a, an indie oh. showcase thing. They do their yearly show on, I think it's called Yeet. Yeah. Y E T E E. And they had a whole bunch of shirts. I bought their shirt, which is awesome. But I saw this, was like, I have to. Yeah. I just. It has to be mine, and, and I'm very and, happy. And it's enlarged and in charge, like oh yeah, custom. baby. You love it. You love. I to love see it. when companies, you know, actually do that. <laughs> I hate when companies go, oh, this is a three X, but right? it's totally not. <laughs> but it's a one X. Like, don't yeah. give me that. I. Oh, that's, I'm I, fine with not having the high end fabric material. Yeah. yeah. I want to wear the design. Exactly. So give me just like you know the the Gildan heavy cotton whatever i don't care yeah i just want to wear what's on the shirt like i could sure it might feel better i don't care <laughs> yeah like like real talk and we'll talk about playstation in a sec okay yeah we're celebrating our my best friend's um uh birthday right and my mother she wanted to get her a stranger things t-shirt of hopper because that's her favorite character Hell obvious yeah. reasons yep. and um she's like i'm gonna get her like a large we're just gonna play it safe this thing was a small Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and like the image is warped. It's like the Amazon ones, you know oh, you're yeah. gonna get the the wrong 
designed the wrong color. Real talk. And image. Yeah. My mom bought me. Um, I wear basketball shorts around the house. And oh, like a, of course. Whatever. They're like my go to. Yeah. She bought me a couple of pairs for Christmas from Amazon. Amazon Basics. Oh, God. The first one I put on, <laughs> the pockets were sewed backwards. No way. Yeah. So, like, instead of, you know, going to the front when you put things in, they yeah. went to the back. <laughs> so it felt like I was holstering, like, my phone and stuff when I'm walking around the house. It, not great. And you'd be like, yeah, Kyle, just wear it backwards. Yeah. The the drawstring would be in the back then. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, going like, to wear it the way I'm Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Amazon Wild. Basics, they should, like, their slogan should be, at least we tried. <laughs> like, with a question mark, because everything Amazon, Amazon Basics. Basics. Life imitates art. We're just imitating something. <laughs> there you go. That's the best, that's the best whatever. I saw, okay, last one, last one. I saw uh, a meme of like someone going, Imagine walking up to the court with this and it's an Amazon Basics basketball. (laughs) I saw that. Yes. I'm like, Yeah, that would, I would be like, Go home. That's the Zazzle of Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I want to open up the show with a question from Gav Williamson. He says, Not a question. Oh, you lied to me, Gav. Oh, he has just you. wanted you to wish me a happy 40th birthday. Hope you're both doing well and home safe after the wedding. Thank you, good sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank and you. listen, we'll be talking more about the wedding that we were at. We were able to touch each other's faces yeah. on the post show. Yeah. It's going to be a great show. But I had a blast. Happy birthday, Gav. And oh, I oh. hit it too early. <laughs> My Please, man. Happy f- birthday yeah yeah i hope you have a (laughs) nice one you know yeah (laughs) we love you we appreciate you everyone else birthday shout outs are not free that's right five (laughs) dollars little man put that ish in my hand my hand that being said a little bit of housekeeping but also like you know Eh, we love you it's fine so I will impressive. shout out your birthday. You can just DM me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> even t- I'll tweet at you. All right. That said, just a little bit of housekeeping before we start this show up. The Last of Us Part 1 giveaway. We announced it last episode. And all you have to do, it's pretty simple. Bear with us here. If you want a copy of The Last of Us Part 1 Digital deli- Edition, all you have to do is rate us five stars on Apple and or Spotify. If you rate us on both, guess what? You're double entered. Send us a snapshot of that review by August 25th, and you're entered to win The Last of Us Part 1 Digital Edition. If you're a patron, you're also entered. If you've already given us a review, guess what? You're in an Excel sheet. You're locked in. Don't worry about it. So please go ahead. Rate us five stars. It really does help us out. Grows this show. And uh, maybe you get to win an awesome copy of a, of a game that's amazing. All yeah. on the house. And, of course, it's time for our Patreon pitch. I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash Room. It's what we say each and every week if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your life situation is. It really does help us out if you throw us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash Room. I want to thank our newest patrons, Stone Cold E.T., which I want to now see that crossover. Stone Cold Steve Austin meets With e. the e. vest, right? Yep. With like the glittery E.T. E.T. Oh, e. says so. 
it's E.T. and then the emojis for phone home <laughs> going down one side. Yep. And then on the back, it's just Reese's Pieces. Yeah, like, like Vince McMahon's the man. Like, uh-huh, literally. He comes out on the red bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stone Cold. You, that, that one's well-deserved. Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken for Astronaut Senior at the Silver Plus tier. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burwitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, too soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Stephen Flesh, and Strubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members. Awesome Dave, Hide Indoors, Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadas Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, Kay Grimm, Rick Arrington, Duane Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Annie Daynell, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, The, the Lord Commander Corgi, Elo 2032, Jinx the 29th, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Millennial Falcon Gaming, and Darth Simon, The Pie Man. Have you come here to de- eat my delicious bakery goods? I didn't know where you were going with that. It made sense, but when you said eat my, I was like, oh boy, Joe, what, what are you going to say? I will do what I must. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyle, all that tomfoolery aside, it is finally time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Rebecca Smith over at PS Lifestyle. Rebecca writes, PlayStation Studios Cloud Technology to improve now that Haven deal is official. PlayStation Studios Cloud Technology looks set to be dramatically improved now that Haven Studios has officially become a member of the group. The acquisition deal between the two companies was made official today, and studio founder Jade Raymond has explained how both their, quote, Forward-thinking R&D and expanding on their studio-in-the-cloud technology was one of the main attractions for PlayStation. Haven Studios originally started as a cloud team with no office, Raymond told GamesIndustry.biz. Those six people were, quote, working on new ways to work via the cloud. But the studio has since hired more than 20 more engineers to focus on long-term cloud innovation because we really believe it's going to be a game-changer in terms of how games are made. Instead of making a cloud game, the team is focusing on improving cloud technology for other game developers to use in the future. One of the other features attracting the attention of fellow PlayStation Studios is how the studio operates. Haven has no IT in the studio because everything is automated in the cloud, and this has created some inspiration for those studios. Their forward-thinking R&D has also caught the attention of the PS4 and PS5's lead system architect, Mark Cerny, although Raymond wouldn't elaborate on this too much at the moment. Okay, so finally, a part of the family... It's something to note that this was announced back in late March. Honestly, Bungie. forgot all about it. Re- really? Yeah. Like, like them entirely or just like, oh, that. No, not fired. the team. No, just that this was already kind of like a done deal. And yeah. this is just the, the, the finalization of the whole thing. Yeah. It's like the shaking of the hands. Type yeah. Of deal, you Sign know? on and the dotted ex- line. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. You know, just to note, this happened in March. The Bungie acquisition has happened in July, or sorry, January. Uh, that has yet to be finalized yet. It seems like it will be by the end of quarter three, if I'm not mistaken. So things are happening here at PlayStation. I want to just get everybody's eyes on this one piece of the piece of the pie because I feel like we're we're looking in various different directions. There's one thing that they note here, and I think it's important. New ways of working 
right? Working on new ways to work via the cloud. I think what the last two years have taught us is that people can work from home in various departments and especially in software design, especially in PR, the video game industry has gone in this kind of shuffling of how to get talent to your office or just how to get talent working for you from their home. So the one thing that I think is interesting here is one of the things that they're working on is trying to get people to work from home or at the comfort of their home so that they don't have to move to various states or different countries mm -hmm. in order to work, which I find super fascinating. And it's really awesome to see that perhaps some of these things that they were doing have been rolling out to other studios because you're seeing, you know, uh, Naughty Dog, you're seeing Santa Monica, you're seeing Insomniac, you're seeing Sucker Punch, all post for, hey, this is work from home, 48 states, Canada, where you're all welcomed to work for us. That is a huge, huge get here, Kyle. What are you chuckling about? Because you said 48 states. So I'm thinking, what are the two that aren't welcome? <laughs> I, we'll talk, I think it's I think it's legitimately West Virginia. It's a good one. I think it's like West Virginia and like Missouri. You know, oh, those okay. are the states that are like. I thought I thought that no. was just like a, uh, you know. You Me just not recognizing a... Mississippi? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Uh, we shouldn't. <laughs> you know? Texas finally gets their wish. Like that said, like there are so many. I think barriers being broken here, which is really awesome to see because at this very point in time, this industry is starving for talent and the talent has never had more power than they do right now. Just take a look at like mm -hmm. the Activision, um, you know, Raven Studios QA unionization, for example, like workers are beginning to realize, oh, we should maybe start getting cheated a little bit more respect and maybe even more so going, hey, we can actually make working from the comfort of our own home a reality, which is really awesome to see. That yeah. being said, Kyle, mm -hmm. we could talk about cloud technology. I have no idea what, you know, what the cloud yeah, no. technology does. It's in the sky. I know the, I know the water cycle. Evaporation, precipitation. Exactly. Condensation. All the Asians. Yeah. The, you got the, the the NASA, you know, telescope taking <laughs> pictures of things. I don't understand that either. Yeah. I don't understand you'll, how you'll that works. You'll learn about more mind. of that on the, on the post show. Absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just full of chaos. That being said, where do you want PlayStation to go with this cloud you know, gaming? Is it something that you think we're going to see or not really see? It's going to be something in the back end with how studios handle their tools or how they communicate with each other? Or do you think this is going to be more consumer side? Like, hey, maybe we're going to finally get something like an X Cloud or whatever that Microsoft sure. calls it now on the PlayStation end, because I would personally love that. Where do you want to see that head? I... Again, big dum dum over here when it comes to cloud stuff. I I don't know how it works. I I don't know how it would work in game, like what what that would even look like. Yeah. Um, other than obviously rendering things in the cloud before you get to them to make it easier and whatnot. Absolutely. But I feel like this is a great move to help with the streaming PS3 games, right? Like combining it with the Gaikai acquisition years ago. That was the original like 
this is how PlayStation Now has become a thing mm-hmm. and just kind of really leaning into it and rely and have a, a good uh what's the word i'm looking for base for streaming games yeah on playstation i i feel like that is the way that they are going with this and to bring it to all studios so they all know how to how to do it and obviously uh you know jade raymond coming from google stadia she probably learned a lot about how stadia does things and and how they probably use cloud um in the workplace and whatnot and that whole system and ecosystem is built up upon that so they have experience in that and obviously why not add jade to the team and and bring that to the fold kind of like how when you they bought bungie that helps with the games and service throughout playstation studios this is just another thing to help all studios on the back end i'm more interested in how this is going to affect their game development like mm. how much time are they going to put into both? Yeah, because they are still a small team, right? Twenty six people. I mean, that's a great point. Yeah, I, now now she says it's over a hundred. So like, oh, okay. the team has grown rapidly. But like, yeah, what? How many of those folks are working on the game? How many of those folks are working on this thing? Mm-hmm. Are they kind of working in tandem to kind of test out the infrastructure while like testing out this game? Like, is one person preparing that? IT AI for every single possible <laughs> thing that will ever happen. Exactly. Like what happens if someone drops a piece of jelly in the keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> How's that it. gonna get fixed? <laughs> but I think uh, you know, you make a really good point. It's like obviously this can't be the most groundbreaking thing because the team's still growing. Um, and we're not gonna see it in the foreseeable future because they're yeah. still making this game. But I would really like them to go in that x cloud route you know when i play x cloud it's not like the most mind-blowing thing but it's good enough and when it's good Mm -hmm. enough on a phone and you're you know whether you're on a break whether you're on the bus wherever have you that is really better or on the couch and you're in your your partner's like streaming stranger things and you're you know your ps5 is 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 doa like you know having that option would be awesome but then also just knowing where PlayStation is, like let's be realistic with each other here. The cloud streaming on our end, let's be honest, ain't that great. But seeing sure. that PlayStation has put in the effort and had part has partnerships with the likes of Xbox that has Azure, that is supposedly mm-hmm. the best cloud servers that money can buy, with then these visionaries from Haven. I think that's a kind of a match made in heaven where you're kind of trying to test out where you're going to think cloud gaming is going to go and why not have one of the people that started it with stadia heading this you know heading this division without the shackles of google and -hmm. i think that's something that is really interesting we're seeing xbox do it right now with kojima kojima's like i want to make a weird cloud-based game they're like okay what do you need we need to make this whole thing more robust. I need another just team working on your cloud to get this game off the ground. They're like, say no more fam. And they did. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what you're seeing on the PlayStation side as well. So I'm really interested to see how this goes for the future of not just, you know, how cloud is going to impact us, but how it's going to impact the industry as a whole. And it's also something to note. When you take a look at all the PlayStation acquisitions, for the most part, 
it is yes you make really awesome games but you're also doing something really interesting on the back end like mm-hmm. when you take a look at you know it's Haven. not just for ips right anymore or it's franchises for the- it's for the talent. It's for the yeah. tech. It's for the tools. You take a look at Haven. They got the talent. They, they're making the tools. You, when you take a look at Bungie, they have the IP, but they also have this way of monetization that absolutely kills mm-hmm. so that Sony absolutely wants And how to support the games, games and service. Exactly. Yeah. When you take a look at, like, Bluepoint, they know how to make a really... Or, sorry, they know how to reimagine a classic. Mm-hmm. And then even with... You know, Housemark. You know, their IP, as much as you know, I love Rezogun, aren't lighting the world on fire. It's that team that they believe in that they want to just throw money at. And then it makes amazing games like Returnal. So for me, it's awesome to kind of see where PlayStation's mind's at when it comes to acquisitions. And it's not all just about IP, it's also about that talent. On on that list of other acquisitions, Nixus as well, like right like PC porting, known for their porting games to PC. Like obviously, they are making moves that not only will, you know, make us happy as gamers, but yeah. like smart business decision moves where they're going everywhere, yeah, and, and trying to do everything and being smart about it. Yeah, I mean. Nix, I mean, that's such a great point. When you take a look at Nixus, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Spider-Man Remastered coming to PC, you know they're just making more of these. You know they're oh, expanding absolutely. that team to go yeah. forth and put Ragnarok, put you know uh, Forbidden West on PC as well. So you're right, Kyle. It's, it's not just about IP, but it's about expansion. So mm-hmm. that's really awesome. That yeah. said, Kyle, you know what's also really awesome? What? This new PlayStation Stars loyalty program, I'm really excited for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a big uh, shout out to our last episode because we would not have gotten this on this week's episode exactly. if it wasn't for that. If we did not delay the episode till today, you would have not gotten. You would have to wait a whole news. week. It's crazy. Yeah. Jordan Midler over at VGC writes: Sony reveals PlayStation Stars, a new loyalty program featuring digital collectibles. Oh. Before Uh I read, hold on, everybody. Uh Don't worry. It's not those kind of digital collectibles. Sony has revealed PlayStation Stars, a new loyalty program that will be free to join. The program, which PlayStation says will allow players to, quote, earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities, launches later this year. PlayStation Stars will also introduce a new reward, which Sony is calling Digital Collectibles. According to a PlayStation blog post announcing the new scheme, the items are digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. There will always be a new collectible to earn, an ultra-rare collectible to strive for, or something surprising to collect just for fun, it says. It's definitely not NFTs, Grace Chen said, vice Ooh. president of network advertising, loyalty and license license of merchandise, told the Washington Post. What? A, well, sorry, what a title. That's a huge title, Grace. Congratulations. Ooh, congratulations. Quote, definitely not. You can't trade them or sell them. It is not leveraging any blockchain technologies and definitely not NFTs, end quote. 
All PlayStation Stars members will have opportunities to earn loyalty points, reads the PS blog post. Players will also be rewarded for things as earning a, a specific trophy or being the first in a region to platinum a game. Quote, points can be redeemed in a catalog that may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. As an additional benefit, PlayStation Plus members enrolled in PlayStation Stars automatically earn points for purchases on PlayStation Store, end quote. PlayStation Place. Oh, there's a lot of S sounds in this article and it's <laughs> messing me up. PlayStation Stars will roll out later this year in a phased regional approach, according to Sony. It's currently unclear which regions will be included when the service launches in full later this year. Quote, we hope this new program brings to mind past gaming memories while making you excited for the future with PlayStation. Commend commemorating the gaming eras we created together charting new paths to explore and bringing players together for global celebrations sony's statement reads "Ooh we ooh we there's a lot of stuff to kind of break this down but the internet told me this is pretty much the xbox rewards so playstation's just copying xbox i have i have i have some thoughts i have some thoughts tell me tell me about your thoughts because like to me it's like Everybody has a loyalty program. This is another one. This is really neat. Seems like yeah. they're doing some some interesting things with it. I I yeah. mean, we've said it for a, a while. I feel like it'd be it's really cool that they're actually doing like trophies are not just going to be just a artificial thing. Yeah, like earning trophies is going to give you points, which then you can then buy new games with them. Yeah, you know, like I, this is a great thing, and honestly. Here's what I'm thinking, okay. even though I I hate that we live in this kind of Please. society with this kind of thing. I can totally see PlayStation Home making a comeback in VR. Oh. And we can go to each other's VR homes and check mm-hmm. out each other's collectibles that we've earned. Mm-hmm. And that being like our PlayStation's own metaverse. Oh, God, we are you, said the, just, you said the bad I word. I know. I hate it. You it's, said ugh. a bad word. I, I don't understand it, but I've been told to hate it. reasons yep. right now. Yeah, Elon's I just feel like. Perked. And that's how you know. <laughs> a what? A what? $14 billion? Huh? Right. Um, You can just send that my way, Elon. It's totally <laughs> fine. Uh, Yeah, so I can see them maybe, you know, even working with Haven and with the cloud stuff, like, yeah. and just kind of all coming together and do that. But that's regardless i this is a great idea i love when they do those little programs where as a playstation community as a whole let's earn these many trophies to unlock phase two and then unlock phase three and then the first person to answer this question at this time the or the first 10 people will win a playstation four or five or like these prizes like i love that kind of stuff it brings everyone together Mm -hmm. it makes you want to go play on playstation I've, I'm already like more excited than ever to actually play more games. I, I will. I, I've seen a lot of hesitation when it comes to the first to platinum a game. Why? That's going to be a little bit unfair, quote unquote, because there are a lot of you know reviewers and influencers that get codes early. Oh, well, so, like, I've been told that gonna... IGN doesn't even finish the games that they review. <sighs> So, I mean that's fair. And why would Yolo four twenty XX, you know, lie to me on Twitter? Yeah, I don't know. That's very that's very very odd. If it's but if like it's been said on the internet, it's true. <laughs> it, and I also think in the blog it's stated only for like the blockbuster games. 
So not every game is going to be first to platinum, I don't think. Yeah. Um, even though so I was no, the first in the world. dollar platinums, Kyle. No, no. But those trophies will count for loyalty, probably. Maybe. Do um, you think every single game is going to count I would for hope so. I would hope so. Oh, then we have a problem. <laughs> we have a problem. Those dollar platinums now start to become a little so problematic. So here's the thing, though. Okay. I think that in turn will kind of like fix that problem where there'll be a little bit of quality control right you can't just have a game with 16 gold trophies and a platinum like most of these easy plats are like if you are going to do it they're going to be all bronze and then the loyalty points are going to be like worth 16th of a point here's something like that here's the thing the way that i've heard how the trophy system like how you get it like i guess validated or whatever yeah is already a little bit obtuse and like there are just some people that are flat out denied they're like free to play games like fortnite should have its own trophy list i've put hundreds of hours please i i I would get that plat but it's not allowed because it's a free-to-play game same Mm -hmm. with apex legends it's not allowed because it's a free-to-play game so does warframe have a trophies that's a i think it has trophies just doesn't have a platinum if it's a free-to-play game it does not and that to me really sucks, but it is to help balance the influx of what would be then a whole bunch of free to play games of, you know, bloat your 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 trophies who are cough cough Kyle, what you do with those twenty five cent games. But that's a problem. So that that is hopefully you're right. Hopefully this leads to more curation of what's actually coming onto the store. But it is worrisome because we've seen it like whether it's Steam, whether it's you know, whether it is PlayStation Store, Nintendo Store, when it comes to curation, they're just like, hey, can we make money off this? Yeah. All right. It's on. And and they kind of walk away from it. So that does worry me. But what doesn't worry me is how they've very much said these are definitely not NFTs. Yeah. These are non-fungibles. Fung the shit out of these trophies, they say. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> this is not powered by a blockchain. I've never nope. seen a physical blockchain. Why would I trust a, a digital one? That's great because I feel like whether you believe in that tech or not, it has been muddied by rich folks that don't understand it. that want to try to get you to understand it. There's a lot of pyramid schemes here. Absolutely. And it's great that PlayStation's like, no. But how much do you want to bet that this was maybe a part of a An blockchain? NFT thing? And then they saw. I think at the very beginning, it probably was. You could trade these, but I also Mm. think that these are are essentially the Steam trading cards. Like you get cards, and you could trade them on the Steam marketplace. It was popular for five minutes on that Steam marketplace. I think that's that's what the equivalent is here. Hey, that's cool. One of my favorite things at PSX when I was there was gathering the cards. Yeah. from different booths and, and having my own deck of PlayStation just playing cards, which you can't really play with, but like they're cool. I have an actual physical platinum trophy card. Ooh. Like it's, it's very cool. Yeah. And the one thing that I want to kind of like give the rundown free to join. Yeah. You get rewards again by uh, completing campaigns, activities, trophies, uh, loyalty points can be redeemed for PlayStation wallet funds for select titles. Um, and, 
PlayStation Plus subscribers will earn additional points uh, to spend in the PlayStation Store, redeemable for standalone games, DLCs, collectibles, plus more. Uh, and yeah, future like monthly check-ins and all that. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know like Xbox does it. I know every time I'm in the dashboard, they're like, you can redeem I, see, I'm five so tokens. Naive to that. I, I did not know Xbox had it. I know Nintendo has their gold coins. Yeah. When you buy things on the store and then at checkout, you can use them as like a discount, like a coupon thing. Well, actually, cool. that leads to, to the first question. From the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life who writes in. Via our Discord server, just like you can too. Link down below. Join the community. Have fun with everybody, or maybe fight me. I don't know. Please don't. I've had enough death threats for one month. <laughs> uh, Favorite Seamus writes: Would you rather have PlayStation offer physical goods through the Stars program, similarly like Club Nintendo, or are you okay with digital goods? Great question. Great question. A great question. Uh, right now, I'm okay with digital goods. Just give me money. <laughs> Just like I mean, my birthday. At the end of the Just day, I there's got to be something cool, I guess, for me to like actually put my hard-earned trophies and loyalty points for a... Just because off the top of my head, we just played it, but eight escape net right. digitally. You know, like... Why not just take a discount so I can buy more games? Yeah. And I think, you know, to go back on that point as well, it's, it's awesome when you're like, you beat Ghost of Tsushima and you're like, hey, you beat Ghost of Tsushima. Here's a free wallpaper. Hey, you beat Horizon. Yeah. Here's a free I wish wallpaper. I, those emails. I know. I wish I could get them too. <laughs> Maybe that's what Jade Raymond's working on in the back. Yeah, please. Our emails would actually work. Uh, maybe we could buy something from PlayStation Whoa. Direct. Who knows? Who wild. knows? But nonetheless, like, yeah, if I could go back and go, oh, wow, hopefully they bring back wallpapers to PS5. Hey, you completed this. Here is a wallpaper. You know, mm-hmm. you completed this. Here's a, a special icon. You know, here's Jin Sakai, but in platinum, like all that type of stuff. Like that'd be really cool. I would. Uh, I'm, maybe I'm getting too far in the weeds here with Go my VR it. idea. But like, imagine every trophy you get, you have a <laughs> an actual trophy room in ah. VR, and you will walk they in and the show. I hope so. Or will uh, they sue us for the name? <laughs> I mean, we were here first. I don't know. Tune in for episode 300 where that eventually happens. <laughs> but, like, you walk in the room and you, you can, like, pick up the different trophies for doing the thing in game. Yeah. And when you pick it up in VR and you look at the bottom, the clip plays or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Just, that like, something cool. to make it more immersive and more celebratory. Yeah. Like, I think that's cool. Yeah. I like this yeah. idea. I really yeah. do. And... That said, they go, uh, famous Seamus asks, what series would you like to see have collectibles in the star program first? Mm. Oh, I mean, y'all know. Bloodborne, baby. Give me right? that saw cleaver digitally. Yeah. Talk about that metaverse. Like, if, if you're just like, if, oh, God. Imagine you could just bring it to any game. Exactly. You want. Just, like, in VR, like, oh, my God, that'd be. What's up, Stray? Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's like yeah. ready. <laughs> it's ready player one in PlayStation. You can just bring other weapons yeah. and other things. God, that would be yeah. really cool. Uh, yeah, I, I Bloodborne obviously is a good one for you. Um, I would. I mean, 
not to brag. I already oh, okay. have this physically in, in, you know, in real life. But like last was part two and you get the trading cards. Golf club. Oh, no. <laughs> you get the trading cards, the, the collectibles from uh, in the game. Yeah. Uh, Which, yeah. That'd be cool. I was thinking like the Buster Sword. Ooh, like materia? Be, yeah. Like that would be really cool as well. There's a lot of things that they can do here, man. I'm, yeah. I'm really liking that they're doing this. It's not to really more so bring people in the ecosystem, but, but reward people for being in the ecosystem. Yeah. So yeah. I'm. I'm excited for this. I, I can't wait to see. But one last question from Ask What Not Why. Hello, Joseph and Kyle. Regarding PlayStation Star program, I think it's a horrible idea. Rewarding, sorry, giving players rewards, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. If the game isn't rewarding itself, tough to me. <laughs> I think players should be the ones rewarding Sony. Giving back to a community is just wrong, and it's not what this world's about. Honestly, I know. Uh, all of this is opposite of how I truly feel, by the way. I already give them my money, so go ahead and take my time. <laughs> it might also be cool to give the community a way to work through these activities and challenges together. But... I do suppose working together has not always been our strongest skill set as a community, but that is a topic for another day. Sincerely, Jose, Rage Against the Machine, Jimenez. I love it. True words have never been said. We're always upset. We're always upset. Yeah. The direct isn't good enough. Nothing's ever good State enough. Of play Ragnarok is, never good is enough. just a DLC. Ragnarok's it's just not... a DLC. Um, what else? What else? What else? Starfield is a JPEG. I don't know. <laughs> Phil Spencer has his hairline isn't perfect enough. You know, Jim Ryan yeah. is sentient and has human feelings. None of these things yeah. are actually yeah. true, but mm -hmm. we say them nonetheless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, just really quick before we move on to the next yeah. uh, news that needs to be squared up. When I first sent you this tweet, okay, with the with the news. Did you at all think that this was a PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale announcement? Oh God, <laughs> I did for a split second. <laughs> I thought for I'm like PlayStation Stars. What do you what? And yeah. yeah, for a split second, I was I had hope, but then it was dashed. And then I saw somebody on Twitter did a full fighter select screen like Smash oh, with a ton of PlayStation characters. I'm like, oh my God, it looks so good. Never again, though. We'll never get it again. Just uh, like how Jason Shrouds says, we'll never get a Bloodborne. How dare you? How dare you? Have faith. Confidence. Gusto. Gusto. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then we get to rub it in Shrier's face. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Logan take Moore. Away the next, yeah, take away the next story, sir. Logan Moore over at comicbook.com writes, The Last of Us Part 1 has officially gone gold. Naughty Dog's upcoming PlayStation 5 remake of The Last of Us, which is formally being titled The Last of Us Part 1, has officially gone gold. PlayStation only announced a little over a month ago that it, it was even working on such a remake in the first place. Now Naughty Dog itself has confirmed that its work on the project is now wrapped up. Revealed via social media, Naughty Dog let fans know today that The Last of Us Part 1 has now reached gold status. 
If you're not familiar with this term, it essentially means that the developers have finished their initial work on the title and will now begin creating physical copies to ship around the globe. This also means that barring any unforeseen outcomes, The Last of Us Part 1 won't end up getting delayed past its current release date. Ooh-wee. 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 And it's real. It's happening. Per The Hollywood Reporter in an interview with the HBO CEO, um, I'm going to just say Mr. Blois, uh, which sees the HBO head discussing a number of the network's upcoming projects, The Last of Us release date gets a much needed update. When asked when audience can expect the adaptation to arrive, Bloy shared that the release window is closer to early 2023. Nothing more is revealed in regards to the show and its current status. However, after this confirmed to have uh, been entered, sorry, the show has been entered into post-production earlier this summer. I believe the day before the game, uh, not the game awards, summer games fest. So all that's cool. And I know the internet got a little toxic personally and, um, <laughs> shots got to call the shots with shot. You know, um, listen, I, I don't, we got to have better conversations uh, about not, not price of a game. Not is this thing worth $70? We have to give actual, more thoughtful responses to, you know, the last of us part one is a game that people are making Mm -hmm. and we don't know the scope of this remake. You know what? Y'all might be right. And this game is just a remaster or whatever have you. It's a, it's, it's the last of us part one with more polish, but, um, you know, people are putting their hard work and effort into it. And when we're critical of something, it often gets confused or then taken advantage of by people that are either ignorant or willingly ignorant to console war fanboys that then go into developers DMS. Mm. And I saw a lot of that happen. And so I, you know, I, I think that there needs to be better conversations to have of what is the value of something is so incredibly subjective. So when I take a look at Last of Us Part 1, I'm excited for it, and I'm excited to play it again because it's one of my favorite games of all time, but I remember playing it, Kyle, for The Road to Greatness as we were getting to Part 2, and it was a little rough. The AI was not as smart. The level design wasn't as beautiful as I thought it was. It was a little rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. And knowing that that was, at that time, what, a seven, six-year-old game? You know, game design has come a long way kind of like how movies have as well. Mm -hmm. But since games are interactive, unlike movies or TV, you know, you could see how movies are cut differently now, you know, five years ago than what they are today or 50 years ago, you know, today. But you're still getting that story told. And though it may not translate as well, I think video games kind of age the worst. So for me, I'm okay with this. Because I love The Last of Us Part II's weapons, uh, or not weapons, sorry, combat. Mm-hmm. I love that game's level design. I love the AI, all that stuff. And if we're updating it for people that have not experienced it yet for the show, awesome. Great. Not every game has to be for you. Not every product has to be for you. And if yeah. you don't like the value of something, 
yes, you can wait for a sale. Yeah, yes, vote you with don't your have wallet. to buy That's it. You're right. Exactly. Vote with your wallet or voice your discontent for something, but be respectful. Don't go into developers DMs. Yeah, don't do that. Please. And if you're a content creator, be smarter. Because again, I I saw like Parasilly talking to, you know, kind of like subtweeting one of the developers I was really excited about this, uh, who who was kind of saying this isn't a cash grab. And um be smarter than that. Cause I really hated seeing that. Really hated seeing that. Cause that guy got so much venom for nothing. Please be nice to people. You don't have to buy this game. No one, no, no one. And the best lesson to teach PlayStation is not giving you your money when the time comes. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Kyle, and the rant here. Yeah, it's fine. But for the love of God, the market spoke two years ago. They don't care. The wider margin. Look, I would love to keep playing, you know, games for 60 bucks. I would love it. But they know they got me with every game that's coming out. You know I'm going to buy Ragnarok's stupid collector's I, edition. I would love to buy a collection edition with a disc included. But yeah. you know what? That's not happening, so I'm going to buy it anyway. Exactly. And, you know, again, when we when we take a look at these things, take a look at the, the Last of Us limited edition. In minutes, it sold out. Yeah. When it got refreshed, it sold out again. So, obviously... The wider market, okay with this. I'm just frustrated at the conversation that we repeatedly have when it's a slow news week and people are just yearning for clicks. There's bigger conversations to be had here. And honestly, conversations that we can't actually have until we see the game for itself. And as gamers, we're so always, I guess, antsy about everything. And that's why companies don't want to talk to us anymore. Because y'all are like this. And I'm and I'm telling you this. I I saw so many people going, there are a lot of meetings within PR agencies of like, is Twitter even worth it because y'all are so toxic? And not us, like people listening in or whatever. Just the Twitter social media at large is just so incredibly toxic. And developers are just burnt out. I love what our good friend Sean Capri says. Like Every time there's something new that happens, we always have to throw shade at it. We always have to throw you know, like venom at it for some reason. And you wonder why there aren't as many Xbox events, PlayStation events, Nintendo events, just events in general. It's because every time we see something, we analyze it with a fine-tuned comb, and it isn't the analyzation that you want. It's yeah. it's a lot Nothing of Nothing is ever out. good enough no. for everybody. And it's a bummer. We should... <laughs> I I know I've said this before and I'm tired of repeating that phrase that I've said you know I've said things before but yeah. like we should just be freaking happy we are alive in this timeline where we get to play these games whenever we Let's want enjoy the hobby that we love oh so much that's all I ask that's all Joe asks that's all we all ask just be nice Let's to each just other play games love what you love yeah have a great time doing it great and time. not not look down or yell at other people for what game they choose to buy or not buy or what they liked or not like what like, they game on what they don't oh it's so exhausting yeah sucks i love like people are like i saw one comment i don't know who it was because i was busy at the time but i would 
you know me, uh, call them out. They're like, people I think are defending this because they don't want to look like they're cheap. It's like, I'm not defending it. Again, I would love to play games at 60 bucks, but it is what it is. Hello. Hi. My name is Kyle. I The reason why I don't have a lot of games <laughs> on my shelf is because I had to trade them into GameStop in order to play the next new game. Yeah. Now, uh, and I did that until my GameStop closed down last year. <laughs> That's right. And Let it burn I to the ground. Sucks. Right. But like, for me, it's just like, it's not because I'm cheap. It's just, again, it's the real it's the realization of what the market thing, is man it's like most people are okay with it or else all these are you are you uh, let, let's let's take it to the real world now yeah. are you not gonna go drive to work because you don't want to pay five dollars a gallon for gas well the argument is why should i buy a 70 dollars game with gas five dollars you shouldn't <laughs> you know what i mean no, like we shouldn't should. but it is what it is right now yeah. And, and you, you get do what to you make, do. And you get to make that decision, I think, is the most important thing But yeah. before we sound like we're apologists. Again, if this is too much money for you, and, and I think there is a valid conversation to be had of, like, is this enough content to charge us $70 again? And when, like, Great when you think of our friends to the north, it's like, what, $90, $100 for yeah. a brand new game? It almost makes that universal healthcare not worth it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Holy kidding. <laughs> I need it. Uh, hey, but l- listen, but yeah. if you don't want to spend money for the last of us part one, throw us a five star review on Spotify or go. Apple Podcasts and go. send it our way, and you might get a chance to win it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Again, buy games that you want to buy. No yeah. one's forcing you to. If you want to, like, you know, show the market who's who, just uh, put your money where your literal mouth is on, on Twitter because. Apparently it's not there. And I, and I love it because I see so many creators. Again, I'm not going to name names because the list is too long that call people like they're like, I'll never buy this game. $70 for a video game. Never. And I'm like, and you're all playing Horizon Forbidden West right now. Very funny. So, again, I, yeah. I, I just I, I hate to see where the conversation's gone. And I needed to air that grievance because it's the worst. Yeah, well, it really is the worst. Grievance has been aired, but hey, the last one show though, right? Dude, I'm so. Here's the thing: so many people are coming to me. They're like, like I was downstairs, and Amy, Amy's just like, hey, "Yo, Joe, they got they got a gif of of the set right now." Like Joel in his attire, he has a rifle. I'm like, "Ooh, let me see." Like people are getting Today? excited. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, I can't wait. I will be probably crying every episode. Yeah. Because Last of Us is my favorite game of all time. There is no question Absolutely. at all. So to see the writer from Chernobyl and Neil Druckmann team up to bring it to the screen, the amazing actors and Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, and I can't wait to see what Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker and their role in this live action They're thing. They're her parents. Like, I'm telling it. 100%, 100% they are, but I still... I. I'm so excited for that scene because that's something we don't get yeah. in the game. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. You said in our last episode, yeah. I was like, oh, we'll see the first full trailer Super Bowl Sunday. And then I totally forgot. No, it lasts for day. Yeah, I'll break we'll day. See it. We're going to see it September. Yeah. We'll get at least a teaser. Yeah. 100%. And again, how like for people that are coming new to this series after watching the show, they're going to be playing what is what? Druckmann has said the definitive version. I think you're going to see parts of this game that, like, I think you're going to see the DLC in this game as part of the game. You know? Oh, like the, Left Behind Weave woven in? Woven in. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like little flashback sequences? Absolutely. I think you're going to get. Le- I think that. 
I, I think that's. Oh where my that's god! Right yeah, no, in between the seasons. Yep. You just do chunks of level. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. So I, I think that's how it's going to make sense. And again, for people that have just played it for the first time, you kind of want this thing to be up to date. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I shout out to Very my buddy excited. Mo. Got the limited edition for this game. And again, you can win it if you rate us five stars out over on Apple Podcasts Woo. or Spotify. But you already told that twice. You already know. So why not thrice? Kyle, it's time for the next story on the list. I'm sorry about that, Ted Talk. Let's it's go fine. for it. It happens. Uh, so, listeners out there, this is the story I was regretting having to do again for reasons you'll find out very soon. Andy Robinson at VGC writes, Dark Pictures Studio Supermassive has been fully acquired. Danish entertainment company Nordisk has full acquired the yeah. Dark Pictures and Until Dawn Studios Supermassive Games. Copenhagen, Denmark-based Nordisk Games now holds investments in multiple European games companies, including full ownership of Just Cause and Mad Max developer Avalanche Studios and part ownership of Call of the Sea publisher Raw Fury and Metroid Samus Return Studio Mercury Steam. After taking a 30.7% stake in 2021, Nordisk Games has now acquired 100% of Supermassive, the pair announced on Tuesday. Supermassive Games was the ninth addition to its portfolio and Nordisk Games' first investment in the UK. Quote, it's been a little over a year since Nordisk Games have made an initial investment in Supermassive Games and our vision for the future, said Pete. Samuel, CEO of Supermassive Games. During that time, we have found that we share a lot of important values with Michael and his team, and we believe these values to be equally important to our existing commercial partners who we will continue to support. Having had such a positive experience over the past year, it wasn't a difficult decision when Nordisk Games wanted to explore increasing their investment. We have an exciting and ambitious growth strategy for Supermassive Games, and Nordisk Games' ownership only enhances that. I'm hugely excited about where the security offered by this partnership and continued access to the expertise within Nordisk Games will take us next. End quote, said Pete Samuel, CEO of Supermassive Games. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. I had to emphasize the disc for yeah. you listeners at home. Because <laughs> you don't want to be Nord Games. Yeah, definitely do not. <laughs> totally different studio and a totally that's a, different... That's a whole different realm of the internet. <laughs> that, that's incognito mode. Exactly. Internet. That's incognito yeah. mode. That is... Actually, you'll probably see that podcast alongside uh, uh, you know, our podcast on that one website. We can't talk about it or else, you know, the dealer says... Um, Kyle, you, you know... You're a big Supermassive fan. Yeah. Seeing this acquisition. Say, well, saying that as one, I've not played any of the Dark Picture Anthology games yet. But fair. Until I'm, Dawn is one of my favorite PlayStation exclusives. I was going to say, because I'm not a big Supermassive fan. From what I've mm -hmm. played, I think they're all right. Um, sure. The quarry looks interesting, but not interesting enough that I... I Kyle, it's $70. And I, and I said... Nah, I'll wait for no, no, it to no, be no. on sale. Okay, I was about to say. I you know, had your rant, I, no more. I was <laughs> going to make a, a snippet of this podcast for me demanding and, and telling why I'm not going to pay $70 for the quarry. But I rather than do that, just going to wait for it to be on sale because I'm a normal, insane person. Um, and I don't need clicks to justify my existence, personally. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, 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 beef aside, though, Kyle. I do love Supermassive because I love narrative-based games. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Telltale back in the day, and I'm excited for whatever it is 
in their comeback story with uh, what they had the Expanse and Wolf Among Us two yep. and what are they're doing another one, aren't they? We got Wolf Among Us two. They got the Expanse. Yeah, there's another one. I thought no. at the Game Awards. I've it's I'm I'll yeah, figure about. it out. Um, but yeah, I love those narrative based games where it is just like it is a movie but you are in control of the choices mm. and it's that whole thing where you're watching like a scary movie and you're yelling at the screen. Oh, don't go in there. You have control of either a choosing to go in there with the character or doing what you think is right. And whether they live or die, it's your fault. Yeah. Um. So I really dig what they do. Uh, I'm super excited to get into the dark pictures games. Um, Another one is this year. They've steadily been getting better every single new iteration. In the last episode, I looked it up. Every game from Man of Medan to last year's was House of Ashes, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's only gone up in Metacritic and Open Critic by a couple okay. points each game. Even the quarry. It's like now Man of Medan, I think, was 69. Now they're up to 77 or whatever. Okay. So they're get, increasing in quality. They're um, learning they're from learning the game's previous. Uh, this new, like, a, every year is a new game, which has got to be difficult. Because that's a full narrative motion capture with actual real actors and, and performers. And yeah. it's super hard work. So I, I give it up to them. And I want to see them keep going because I feel like this is like a lost art. It will be a lost art when they're not making these kind of things. Well, that's a good point that you mentioned because Nathan McGurney writes in, why can't we have more point and click adventure games? I would love to see a low budget Uncharted in a point and click format. I think it would fit well in the series as well as you can create a great narrative puzzles and find ways around combat. So Nathan Drake is it uh, is not just a mass murderer. Um, <laughs> it's fair. I think this is like the future of where you know the point and click games are i think that there is a genre here worth exploring and worth companies taking the risk to explore because i think you're right i think supermassive has found there's something here and there's an audience here we just need to find the right vein to tap and like mm -hmm. when i think about like deck nine games you know with um with life, with is, strange. life is strange true colors and don't nod with life is strange you know there's just so much to explore here that I think these narrative focus experiences and games are in themselves the evolution of, or at least akin to those point and click adventures from back of the day. Um, and it's just so much fun cooperatively. And I think there is an element where, you know, you could be streaming this with an audience or just be playing it alongside a buddy across the, the pond or just across the couch. Like there's a lot of fun here. And I do think you're right. Though Supermassive isn't my, you know, favorite, let's just say. I do think perhaps PlayStation dropped the ball by not acquiring them. Because I don't think every game needs to be these huge triple A, quadruple A games. Some of them just need to exist. And I love what PlayStation has done. Knock on one media molecule. I hope you're okay. <laughs> but like with Media Molecule, Media Molecule is not, you know, out there creating The Last of Us. They're out there just building on this game called Dreams that is super weird, but people really dig. Yeah. And so for that, I, yeah, I think a part of me does think they, they kind of missed the ball here, but is what I it agree. is. Hey, guess what? 
They get to continue making games. They get to be more financially secure. Yeah. I think that's just one for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for more different types of horror movie games from them. Yeah. For forever. I mean, obviously, take a break every once in a while. <laughs> one a year. Yeah. Hydrate. You know. It's important. Uh, yeah, please hydrate. Drink some water. That's it. You know it's a loss all around? Oh, boy. How we're not going to see Grand Theft Auto 4 or Red Dead Redemption Remaster ever? Nope, because they are pulled off the table after poor GTA trilogy reception written by Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle. We've long heard rumors that Rockstar Games planned a Grand Theft Auto 4 and Red Dead Redemption remaster, but it looks like those plans are off the table thanks in no small part to Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, Definitive Edition's poor reception. Insider Tez2, who's got a good track record when it comes to Rockstar-related leaks, claims to have heard that the remasters were planned a few years ago, but he re recons that rockstar pulled the plug seeing the way things went with the gta trilogy oh my god so it should be retcon sermina that's an is that what it is yeah retcons or reckons oh it's probably reckons reckons by god i don't know yeah it's all right well greg mcdonald writes in via the good old-fashioned email remember that Ooh wee, ooh wee. Good old Outlook. That's right. Out- oh god. Talking Outlook. Hotmail. Oh my Ask god. Jeeves. Ooh, let's ask someone else. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Hey, gentlemen, if Rockstar Games canceling the remastered versions of GTA 5, 4 and Red Dead Redemption, uh, and not deciding to add any new com- uh, content to Red Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, in an effort to put all its resources behind GTA 6." Are you more hyped for a new game or bummed the old slangers? Yeah. Aren't getting a fresh coat How dare of you, paint. Greg? My mind is boggled that a company that has sold over 2 million units between GTA 5 and... Ri- 200 ri- million. 200 million. Sorry, what did I say? 2 million. Yeah, that would be like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> I get it. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 doesn't have more resources to give us remastered tasty num-nums. Come on, we're doing something All right, you're winning me back. Which Joe would love, by the way. I doubt it. Uh, while I don't think twice about throwing $70 for a new GTA, I also would love mindlessly tossing cash at old bangers. Damn it, oh, Greg. I love you, Greg. Damn it. Made new again. My, I, I guess my money is only good for the shark cards or whatever now. <laughs> Thanks, Rockstar. Hope the wedding was the best there ever was or ever will be. Cheers, Greg, a.k.a. the GMAC99. Thanks, Greg. Wedding Thanks, Greg. was awesome. Thanks, Greg. Um, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> Kyle, not not that I'm a huge GTA Four fan, right? Or Red Dead Redemption fan, Oof. but like to just drop those, which would make them lots of money. Yeah. To go all in on GTA Six, this game's got to be massive, then, right? <sighs> And oh, by the way, Rockstar, where's my bully re- remake? Come on, please. Can, can, tap me in for a second. One more time on this Last of Us remake thing. Last of Us came out in 2013, 13. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Dead Redemption came out 2010. So Last of Us has three years on. Sure. Or sorry, La- uh, Red Dead has three years mm-hmm. on Last of Us. Same, same generation of consoles. Question, internet, personally. Why are we upset? Again, I'm just trying to create you know, an internet fight. I don't know why. But why are we why are we upset at this not coming out? 
but we are upset at the the last of us existing like part one again like we are upset that we can't buy this remastered uh red dead redemption one that was rumored for a very long time but we are upset at this remake that we're getting and both of them would have probably been you know 70 bucks as well why are we ups why are we upset that we're not getting the red dead one it makes no sense because when you take a look at how rockstar makes games i love you all guys but the shooting mechanics did not necessarily evolve much from red dead one to two to say why why are we upset just wondering because red dead one you could play on xbox at 4k 60 yeah so funny how we're picking and choosing our battles and things to be upset about just saying but it does suck because i love red dead one and i would love to revisit it absolutely love it um and you know i would love to go bowling with you nico want to go bowling uh with, with my cousin uh in gta4 in high in high res but what I think bums me out the most is that in these 10 plus years of three generations of games, mm-hmm. we've only gotten one game from Rockstar. Two. Two games from Rockstar. Yeah. Like, also, I feel bad for Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. The, the, the people All right, who sorry, play we... online yeah. who had a in-game funeral... Yeah. Because Rockstar is not updating or supporting that mode or that game. They dropped the PS5 series version of 2 to do this in addition to these planned remasters. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking just like how much money is being put into GTA 6? Yeah. And just how gigantic is this game? Are we going across the continental United States? Like, in real time? Like, the flight simulator of Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Like I don't how, know. How gigantic? 200 million units. That's a lot of money from GTA Five yeah. and Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm just very confused. It's the I, most popular piece of pop culture ever. ever. Which is Bigger wild. Than and you know what? Game. I can't tell you anything about that story. Nope. I played it. In full. It exists. Yeah, I couldn't okay. tell. I've, nope, I know Danny Tamborelli, I think, is in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, so sucks, but it is sadly what it is. Here's something that comes straight out of the blog, though. PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus game catalog lineup for July. Stray Final Fantasy VII Remake. Integrated Marvel's Avengers. And also available on the 19th, Assassin's Creed Unity. Black Flag, Rogue Remaster, Freedom Cry, and the Ezio Collection. Whole lot of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Saints Row 4, Reelected and Get Out of Hell. Spirit of the North, Enhanced Edition on PS5. Ice Age, Scats, Scrats, Nutty Adventure. Uh, mm-hmm. That's also, I think, maybe. It's a scroll that could never get the Yeah, but like just. Movies. That title also deserves to be in it. No, I got gotcha. you. Uh, Jumanji, the video game. Paul Patrol on a roll. Uh, yeah. PS4 uh, and Ready Set Heroes on PS4. The classic lineup. Kyle, are you holding on to something? I'm ready. All right. Th- don't prepare the drop. Prepare for massive disappointment. Aww. No heroes allowed on PSP and Loco Roco Midnight Carnival on PSP. Kyle, this is the first Joe. refresh of the catalog. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. How are you? How are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Uh, the games in the extra tier, really cool. Okay. There's a lot there for a lot of people. Yeah. I am very bummed about the premium games, the classic games. Yeah. Not not the selection, because like I never played those two PSP games. I who knows they could be great. I'm more bummed that there's only two. Right. The the I was hoping for at least one per classic system. Yeah. That's what I was kind of hoping every month. And the the thing is, I the reason why I think I'm bummed mm. is we know games have been rated. Yes. <laughs> and we know they're there. Like 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 Cypher Filter Resistance. Dark Mirror. Yeah, yeah like, like we know like Dino Crisis. <laughs> we know that they are there. Right, like Muffin Mon writes in. Just like you can too. He goes, I write to, write with you with an issue. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Why do other countries, this is part two of his question. Why do other countries get more games than us on PlayStation Plus Premium than Extra? EU gets Dino Crisis Ridge Racer this month, and Japan has all the Legend of Heroes Trials games. Why? Here's the thing. That's not true, Kev. And I know you would think it is because it was on the blog, right? But they took it off. So Sony accidentally leaked this stuff. So those things are in limbo somewhere. So so they will happen eventually. Just not this month. Just not this month. And so I think right now the lineup for premium is not worth it. I don't think the cadence that they have introduced, or maybe Mm -hmm. just the, what they've introduced so far, I wouldn't say cadence, isn't great. Um, And it's a bummer. So right now, if I had to tell you anything, I'd tell you go for PlayStation Plus Extra because there's I mean, a yes. ton of games to play. Stray Day yeah. One, uh, Final Fantasy uh, Seven Remake, Integral, Integrate, yeah, like Avengers. Heard nothing but great things. Yeah. Um, now that it's been out for a while, and they've learned from their mistakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's it's a there's a lot there. That's on top of all the other games that were already on that service. Like there's a yeah. lot to be happy about. Now, talking about Marvel's Avengers, to go back to the Muffin Mon right here is part one. He says, I write with with uh, to you with an issue of much importance. Carpool Gaming has seemingly brainwashed people into thinking smooth peanut butter is better, is the best. Uh, please correct the masses with your infinite wisdom and preach about the gospel of crunchy. I'll preach about the gospel of extra crunchy peanut butter. I think that is important to note. So here's the bit I was hoping would stay lost in the lost episode. Mm-hmm. I'm team smooth. I can't stand crunchy peanut butter. So in the Civil War scenario, am I Tony Stark and you're Captain America? I will gladly be Cap in this scenario. That's cool because I'm friends with Spider-Man and I made a suit. Who gets to really win here? I mean... Yeah. And that's the thing. That's that's how bad I think premium sucks <laughs> is we'd rather be talking about what peanut butter is best. Extra crunchy, yeah. which is obvious. Extra crunchy. They, I, I mean, well, let's be. Let's take it back a little bit. Okay. It is the first refresh. Growing sure. pains. They've got to learn. You're right. Hopefully, they're listening. Please do more than what this is from the classic side of things. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing with the extra tier. There's what? There's one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. 
a lot. Know, like 10, 11, 12 <laughs> new games in yeah. addition to all the and other like ones. Like half a dozen Assassin's Creed games. You got stuff to play. Yeah, that it, there's a lot there in that tier. It's just, I think the allure to this refresh of PlayStation Plus was the classics being brought out and being mm-hmm. available to play. And there's just not a whole lot there yet. Yes, absolutely. But shout out to Stray getting so much love. Yeah. Oh, I from can't wait to play. Oh, I'm so wait. excited for it. Are you like super hyped for next week? I'm actually super hyped because I've heard maybe nothing but great things about this game. Yeah, I'm very excited. And if we were in a fantasy league with our friends mm-hmm. over at the Carpool Gaming, yeah, um, I would be a little concerned. Yeah, I would, I would be too. a little concerned, especially also because we have more money in the bidding pool than yeah. them, and we could just straight up just bid out them for Bayonetta three and just have. And they're like, and they're playing. They're like, eh, we don't need it. No, nah, we got Bayonetta two got a ninety one because that was only a Wii U Nintendo fanboys. Well, guess yeah. what? Kirby got an eighty something. Come yeah. on now, come on. <laughs> Try. I played that game. It is not that good. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so okay, PlayStation Platinum. Or, sorry, it should be. It should be. <laughs> it should be. Yeah. PlayStation Plus Premium. Premium. First mistake. Not great yet. Wait on it. I'm not going to take a snippet of this podcast and tell you how disappointed I am and direct the blame at a developer. That's not what I'm going to do. Nope. Not don't you do I'm that either? Going to do. Flash news. <laughs> gotta run get fast gotta go fast uh new t- details on the new skate game guess what Ooh. and this comes from nibel by the way it's just called skate guess Sweet. what again have you heard of this what? have you seen about this live service free to play game all right, Ooh, that's a nice that's a, i'm a little worried eh. all right fine coming to playstation xbox and pc with cross play slash cross cross progression love it kyle have you seen this have you heard about this microtransactions will be will be focused on cosmetics and convenience. Ooh, wonder what that is. That co- what is convenience? I, I, does that mean I get to level up my Ollie stat? Do a real... flip. <laughs> He's Spider-Man. Do a flip. flip. <laughs> Do a flip. Uh, and still early in development. Take y'all time, everybody. Yeah, take take y'all time. Here's, a, here's one. Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Multiverses beta is dropping... Quote from their Twitter, spit take. You heard that right. MVPs. Early access starts next week with full open beta on July 26. Hashtag multiverses. The WB game where you get to fight as Arya Stark against Batman and um, what's the other one? The Scooby-Doo and uh, yeah, I think Super there's some Steven Universe uh, no. characters in there. No idea who they are, but I'm excited. Yeah. Have you ever t- have you ever taken a look at like cartoon? I know we're running a little late, but like, have you ever <laughs> taken a look? You're at, the like- one that has to run somewhere else. I'm I fine. get it. I get it. Uh, it's important that we talk about this though. You take a look at like modern cartoons. You're like, oof. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think nowadays? we I think we had it pretty good with like yeah. Rocco's Modern Life and just Nickelodeon yep. in general. Courage, yeah. the cowardly dog, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. yeah. God. Oh, oh my God. What's it? What's that? What's the what was like the ki- the the kids in the treehouse? Kids were, in the treehouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they were like um they were like secret agents. You know what I'm talking about? You seen this? Or heard about this? It's not coming to my brain. Oh, damn. I don't know. Anyway, we got fairly odd parents. Like we had agents in the yeah. Treehouse. I think there were like nine of them. It's coming back to me slowly. We had the definitive Teen Titans as well. 
Oh, you know what? Shout out to the new Teen Titans. I that movie was pretty good. Nope. I'm just saying. Nope, they don't exist to me. No. And Raven is still Bay. Oh, is it this one? What is it? Code name Kids Next Door. Damn, code names Kid. Like we got it. I've never heard of this one. Actually. Yeah, we had a uh, kablam. Like it's awesome. All right, Kyle, are you holding on to something? Maybe nostalgic memories. How about my desk door special reserve copy physical, which is number sixty nine out of twenty five hundred? <laughs> Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront in the week of July eleventh. On July eleventh, Frago, PS five and PS four, one minute on- platinum. See, we're gonna we're we're already breaking the PlayStation size program, and if it breaks and they take it away from us, and I don't get to make a how dare you PlayStation you took away, it's it's Kyle. Direct all your hate at Kyle. He deserves it this week, not me. Whoa, July twelfth, Hellpoint on PS five. Crew Mythic Wings comes to PS five, PS four. Time on Frog Island. And what stays on Frog Island stays on there. There you go. The Quest for Excalibur on PS4. July 13th, Rayland, PS5 and PS4. Strikers, 1945 2. Uh oh. I don't think that's a year you want to always constantly live. Uh, Strikers, 1945. Actually, no, that's the one that we won. All right, whatever. The Pacific Theater was still going on. So it's pretty rough if you're in the Pacific, Pacific Theater. Anyway, nonetheless, Strikers, 1945 3 on PS4. Whiskey story on PS5. Another PS4. very easy platinum. Five minutes tops. Zero Gunner 2 on PS4. Are you looking at that one? No. Okay. <laughs> July 14th, Mothman 1966. Comes to PS4. Superola Champion on PS5, PS4. 200 ways on PS5, PS4, and on July 15th, DC League of Super Pets, The Adventure of Crypto and Ace comes on PS4. Kyle, Mothman, hey, 1966. Yeah, I was about to say, Nate wanted more point-and-click adventure kind of games like That's that. game. Mothman is that game. Uh, we're a big fan of that game over at 61 Indie. Um, it is that pulp fiction kind of uh, old-school ms dos looking visuals but it's a story of like the men in black uh, trying to un or cover up like you know these monsters that have crash landed on earth something similar like that like a secret society it looks like it's coming off like of a a, a commodore 64 exactly exactly it's very very cool we love that at 6190 when we played a little bit of the preview stuff so uh really cool that's coming to playstation Yeah, yeah go give that one a shot absolutely and now, Kyle, it's time for my favorite segment of the night. It's the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw! Toxic writes, with The Last of Us Part 1 coming in just, uh, sorry, in the first week of September, and Stray coming out less than a week from now. Yay! Are there any games either coming out this summer or on your backlog that you want to knock out before September hits? For me, it's looking like Stray and Cult of the Lamb in August are the two new games that I'll be that'll be holding me over. One hundred and ten percent on the same boat there, Toxic. Yep, mm-hmm. you're genius. You're a beautiful man. Stray, one hundred percent on board. Get to meow a thousand times. That's what I've been told over and over again. It seems <laughs> like a thousand times. I'm in. Cult of the Lamb looks better Can't and wait. better every time I look at it. 
I'm on board. Yep. But for me, it's about going back to Horizon and platinuming it. Sure. That is the next on the list. I've been playing a little bit of an- Anno Mutation. Mutation. Yeah. Digging yeah. that one. Because it's a lot of cyberpunk meets, I believe they're a Japanese or Chinese developer. So you get some like kind of like Eastern I sh- spheres. I should know this because nice. there are six one indie showcase. Alum. And that's the reason why I actually got it. I saw it on the six one showcase. And I was just like, this needs to be a game that I play. And I'm really digging it. It's a cool 2.5 D side scroll and uh, not beat them up, but just side scroll action game. Whole- yeah. Yeah. It looks really cool. A ton of fun. Um, been loving it. For me, yeah, Cult of the Lamb Stray for sure. Roller Drome, and it looks super, super cool yep. from the makers of Ali Ali World. And, um, but yeah, I'm I'm all about that backlog. I need to get back to Horizon. Obviously, I'm tired of saying that here. I'm sorry. <laughs> By next like week, I'm letting, you've played it. I yeah, yes, one hundred percent. Whether it's a minute or or thirty seconds or five hours, I will have played it by next week. Uh, good. Uh, but yeah, I need to go back to actually play Ghostwire Tokyo and Wonderlands finish and the Quarry and Dying Light Two. I want to check out a little bit just so that I'm ready for like the game, game of, of the year, year stuff. So I have played enough. And not just put in 500 hours of MLB The Show. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to be that person anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I need rehab. Oh, God. This is yeah. like cry for help. Someone <laughs> break into my home. Snap Steal my copy. And then just leave. Yeah. It's the you only way I'm going to stop playing. <laughs> yeah. It's for me. It's to play a few more uh, little indies. Platinum a few more games. That's what I'm at. And play the shit out of stray and uh yeah absolutely cold today there's just so many great indies this year and i'm not an indie guy and it's been yeah they're the lifeblood of video games man they they hold up all the other the droughts in between the big ones they really do and then some and then Uh, some that said millennial falcon gaming says this one's for the sony pony express gentlemen stop i write to you with hopes that you're both well and happy stop. stop As a fellow trophy hunter, uh, sorry, as a fellow hunter of shiny trophies, I'm inclined to ask you your strategies and you'd offer some guidance on fellow platinum chasers. Stop. What are what guides are your decisions? Sorry, what guides your decision on what games to platinum? Stop. Do you aim to platinum on? I I tried to go like an old fashioned telegram because like this is for. I tried Uh to be thematic in it. It didn't work. Do you aim to platinum uh, on? The first playthrough, are there any games that you just want to finish? Curious on how you approach your Platinums. Best of luck on the hunt. I await your response. Sincerely, Millennial. Stop. Yeah, I got, I got the last one. Uh, so here's what I do. I say it all the time. If it is a game that I love, you're getting Platinumed. But I do check the trophy list and I go to like PlayStation profiles or, or whatever. and Or sorry, uh, PSN trophies. If it's above an eight, I'm not even going to try. If it is at a seven, I'm going to attempt if I really like you. If your game is like, go beat the story again, that's a bad trophy. Please, 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 please Mm -hmm. reconsider. Yeah. And and that's saying like, we both love Miles Morales. Yeah. Hated having to play it a second time. And not because you want to, but just solely. No, it's so soon after. Yeah. Yeah. It was. 
bit of a bummer for me i just play the game to try to enjoy it and as i'm getting into it i will look at the trophies to see if i'm gaining on it or keep an eye out for like any combos i need to do or what sort of collectibles or if i have to clear out 100 percent of the zone and whatnot excuse me um but like yeah that i i really do try to enjoy the games that i am uh platinuming you yeah. what you were muted Joe. i saw i, I muted my mic for a second because i was like you're dying and then it was a long pause i said it, oh no it's i smooth yeah i like a, <laughs> <laughs> i had a hiccup in my throat um but like yeah i mean i known to get a cheap platinum here and here and there yeah. it's uh i just love the thrill of it so that's why trophy hunting's cool yeah. oh, uh, that should be a shirt trophy hunting is cool trophy hunting is cool yeah you know what yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll hit up De Niro Premier. Let's let's see what we could get on a shirt. Matt Kennedy writes, Hey, Joe and Kyle. Hope you're having a great summer so far. This might be a question for everyone's favorite segment, the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Did did I forget the yeehaw? No, you you did. I'm Uh, just... This is now the third question that says Sunny Pony Express, so you kind of have great to throw segment, Kyle. There. You named it. Yeah, oh, it's 100%. I did name it. With I Sony... also named the show, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Kyle's real good at naming stuff. With Sony's new approach in the video game market, with their monitors, headsets, and other peripherals, especially on PC, what do you think their vision to wanting to be the Nike of gaming peripherals. It seems like a lot of these ideas to focus on esports area of gaming, especially now owning Evo. You guys have mentioned some of your ideas in the show and literally have seemed to have predicted this. Love to hear your insight. Again, this is like another sphere of games that we're like, we're always kind of out of it. Like We're like, oh yeah, you guys exist and all your uh-huh. athletes have ridiculously bad names. Uh, yeah. And we just go on with our days we never kind of understand that like these things fill actual stadiums of people oh yeah overwatch league is huge right like league of legends is massive yeah the fortnite cups like all -hmm. these things are massive and you know there was like a quote from a sony exec going like we want to make our brands the nike our peripherals the nike of gaming gear which is a really bold statement (laughs) to make it really is but I can see the vision. I can see why. I can see the vision, but then you're also up against like your Astros, your your Turtle Beaches, your oh, Steel Series yeah. that I love so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Product placement. Uh, <laughs> so like you are up against stiff competition, but you only know of Astros, Steel Series, and all that because they've been in this field for so long. And guess what? We see Ninja wearing them, and we're like, I want to see. You know, yeah, what Astros are all about. You're gonna see, yeah. I don't know, Laser Beam. I think is a, a, a guy that exists. Yeah. There you go. He has Steel Series, so we want to check out Steel Series. Yeah, there, there's a, point a thing. Here. Yeah, there's a thing for people who don't watch streamers on Twitch or, or or anything, where you can type a command in chat and it will tell you what their layout is and setup is, and down to the memory use in their PC and what keyboard and what mouse pad and lighting. Yeah. And, everything down to it and it's very similar as a sports fan uh, myself it's like i want to buy the david wright Mets jersey because he's my favorite player and i love watching him so i want that jersey to to be just like david wright yeah it's so why not have this brand of peripherals so you can be like i want to be just like 
Pokemon and wear <laughs> the end zone headsets, you know, like it, it's like kind of like that same feeling of wanting to be like your favorite streamer because like very low key and surprising like esports is growing gigantically. Yeah. Colleges have legit esports team. You can get a, uh, a scholarship a scholarship to play esports. At, oh, college yeah. like it's crazy and we're not talking the university of phoenix we're talking about some no. like real school actual Sorry. school anybody that i graduated valedictorian of the <laughs> university of phoenix hey good for you good for you yeah that's it <laughs> I lost steam. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm sorry, University of Phoenix. Now I've started beef with a whole university and their graduates. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it's a bold claim. But if anybody has a brand to, to to throw in that ring of good peripherals, like again, these Sony headphones that I'm I'm wearing, I love their TVs. Um, so for me, I'm like, yeah, they could definitely put a foothold in there. And if Sony wants to throw their literal brand Sony that insignia, that emblem, whatever, on the package and say, you know what? We're entering the headset market as Sony, not PlayStation. That's huge. That is really huge. And if you're going to then throw it in places like Evo, Valorant tournaments are now officially in zone. I like, think, uh, what, Riot Games? Yeah. Are also using... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, Valorant. That's Valorant. How uh, there, there was another. No, there was another one. <laughs> From the last episode, there's another yeah, <laughs> event yeah. that's also using them. Oh, God. Who knows at this point? Ah, damn it. It's just an enigma. But, like, you're seeing more and more of these, you know, these big titles starting or, or big, you know, events, whether it's Evo, whether it's Valorant, whether it's the mystery one that we, we were blanking on. You know, that's that's the start. Now Sony has to actually double down and say, we, we don't just want to be in this space but we deserve to be in this space. So for me, I I think that's the only, that's my only, not to say issue, but like pause is like, is Sony just saying these things because they're launching a new peripheral or do they really mean it? And the one thing that I'm always concerned about with Sony is sometimes they try to be way too pr uh, premium and prestige and they lose market share because of it. Like they used to be the market share, majority market share in the TV market. And then they try to be way too premium and they just kind of lost a lot of ground to places to the cheaper brands like um, like Vizio or the more premium uh, screens like LG. So I think Sony needs to play it smart, realistic and really go for the core gamers. And if the headsets are anything to 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 indicate, I think they kind of sort of get it. Those monitors, though, for me, and I'm not like a PC gamer so i don't know if those specs are anywhere decent that's really expensive so that's the only thing that i'm kind of concerned about but i do like how their products are mirroring the ps5 and the ps5 is mirroring their other products so i do dig it man absolutely yeah and, and ju just to have their name in with all these other sponsors for valorant Right, Valorant's global partners are Verizon, HyperX, Red Bull, Aim Lab, Secret Lab, and Amazon's Prime Gaming. To have Sony in that as well yeah. is pretty cool. And also uh, a cool little thing that is 
I think uh, if you watch esports would be a nice little added thing and a good way to show off why these headsets are premium. Uh, Sony InZone is the first global headset partner of the VCT. As part of the sponsorship, VCT matches will feature a new open mic segment, which provides live audio from players during a match. So as you're watching the Valorant tournament, you'll be able to hear the players talking to each other to see how hopefully how clear it is. It could be a problem. I'm th- like, could be a problem. I like, c- but- again, I'm not in the space. I only see every time they're like, you know, this guy said a whole bunch of racial slurs. You know, I mean? I've seen some Madden competitions yeah. where they are just downright exactly awful, like awful human beings. <laughs> You know, they're like, oh, look at these Swiss miss people. And they're like, the Swiss, like the the, the Swedish people are like, how dare you? And they're like, you know. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. You you got one team calling like, oh, we got a whole bunch of wooden shoes. And like people from Norway are like, hey, they're they're calling us wooden shoes. (laughs) I'm. That joke was going somewhere. Somewhere in between. It lost me. (laughs) <laughs> I tried to make a, a Swedish joke in why. Oh no, that's Dutch. Mm-hmm. Dutch people wear wooden shoes, right? Oh yes, they do. Later, Hosen. Mm-hmm. Crazy European customs. <laughs> Don't understand it. <sighs> All right. Well, listen. I'm canceled. So this has been a great show. This has been fantastic. And honestly, I want to thank everybody because you know, uh, this was a re-recording. So there was a lot of questions we did answer on the show that were from the previous recording. There were some we had to drop due to time and and honestly, because we didn't want to just be robots and repeat the same things over and over again. So I want to thank you guys for staying with us, uh, being so supportive, because when I had to delay this week's episode to Friday, Kyle knows I wasn't a happy camper. And to see so many nope. people mm-hmm. come out with all the love and support uh, of the show and what we do has been just fantastic. So thank you. And I hope it was worth the wait. And Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we head on out of here? Uh, of course, I like to spotlight myself, Mr. K-Step on Twitter, PSN, all the things. Um, Trellish has been championing for us to do a Indie Minute yes. on the show. Um, not saying it's not going to happen, but you can follow all my indie thoughts over at 61indie.com. Um, we are coming back from our mini summer break because there's a wedding. Um, so IndieCast next week is back. We're going to be talking about indie games uh, with music elements uh, because there is a music festival. I don't know if you know this. Know. Uh, this upcoming weekend where it's just performers doing in-game music. And you can oh, just wow. kind of like chill out and listen and watch. Like um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about that. So 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. And 61indiecast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Ooh-wee. And you can find me over at Mr. Babbit on Twitter. You can find this show over at PS Trophy Room, where you get all the latest updates on this show and of PlayStation itself as they happen. And, you know, sometimes I share a couple of good memes here or there. So go make sure you follow us over there at PS trophy room on twitter and remember rate us five stars over on apple Podcasts, over on spotify get yourself a chance to win the last of us part one but you already know that you're gonna yell at me i get it i get it so please make sure you do follow us though on apple 
Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. I always forget to say that. And I regret it. And make sure you follow us on Spotify as well. Again, these things really help us grow. It really does build this channel up because when people come and you know click on the podcast and they're like, oh, only two reviews, sometimes they just up and leave. So when they see that big, beautiful number, which as of right now on the U.S. alone, we're at 271 reviews on Apple, that really does help. So please send them more our way. It really does help us out, get you a chance to win uh, an amazing game, maybe even your first time playing, who knows? But yeah, make sure you go rate us over there. Uh, and patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. There was a question, I believe, from Drellish. They were just like, hey, what are your plans for you know the game of the year stuff? Guys, we have a lot of big plans for our game of the year show. We want it to be one of the biggest indie award shows out there we can only do that with your support over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room so please 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 head us head us ah, head over there even if it's just a buck it really does help us out we can use all the support you can't we can we are not advertised we have said no to all the manscape ads because this is important to us about being community run so with all that said and with all that out of the way whoo that was a lot of me talking keep it wits about you keep hunting and keep playing playstation see you guys